Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash Nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com Coffee.com. 
Welcome to Ross Patterson Revolution. We got an awesome show today. Sometimes you just chat and it just keeps going and you don't know where it's going and it's a, it's a blast. I love that. I love that. Um, those, those are always my favorite shows. Uh, as always, our shows are now on video. You know I have to lead with this. It's almost mandatory at this point. Go to YouTube and subscribe to the show. Ross Patterson Revolution is live on YouTube Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. So the same time the, the show drops in audio is the same time as the video show drops. And uh, we're super, super excited about the response to the YouTube channel and, uh, and everybody subscribing. So please keep it up. As always, we have some sponsors that actually pay for this whole show to be on the air, which is amazing. Week after week, we're surprised. First and foremost, talking about BlackRifleCoffee.com. Black Rifle Coffee is a premium roast-to-order coffee made with the hands of veterans and then bagged up and shipped out to you. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com and peruse their catalog of tasty blends. They got K-Cups. They got whole beans. They got grain beans. Is that, is that a thing? Grain beans? I think it should be. Uh, all of it can be yours on a monthly basis, dropped off at your doorstep the same date of every single month. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com. Sign up for the subscription of the month program. Use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Next up, we got GhostBed.com forward slash Drinking Bros. Love the fucking ghost bed. Love the ghost bed. Uh, just got some new pillows. Got some new pillows here too. We got some... Some guests coming in town over the summer, looking to party in Wilmington, head to the beach. You know I got them sleeping on ghost beds. I can't. I can't let my guests down. Uh, they got amazing deals over at Ghost Bed. If you're, if you're a regular human like myself, they get $100 off the Classic, $200 off the Ghost Lux mattress, and they get a bundle package with the adjustable bases that's going for about $7.99. Uh, if you're military first responder, Boom, bottom of the page, 15% off all of their items forever. Man, these guys just do it right, do it tight, and they do it all night at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. As always, 36-month pay-as-you-go program, no interest. No one else on the interwebs is offering any deals like that. Uh, go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today and get in on them deals. Uh, next up, we got StrikeForceEnergy.com. Been there since day one, dude, and they will continue to stay there. I hope. I love. I love them, man. Another subscription of the month that I've had for shit, man. I think two or three years at this point. It's been so long, I don't even know. Four amazing flavors: uh, orange, grape, original, and lemon. Uh, Ten pack, forty pack, seven fifty milliliter bottle. Most importantly, man, if you're on a diet, no carbs or sugars. Um. That's, that's key, man. And if you're drinking on the weekends, dude, boom, you throw a little bit of that in your vodka, you're good to go. It's a tasty, tiny little tin pouch. rips open and squeezes into any liquid available. Just grip it and rip it. Uh, kick the can. You don't need it anymore. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. That's good every time, and they ship everywhere around the entire world. Next up, StraightRazors.com. Man, Straight Razors is one of my faves. I uh, use them every single morning when I wake up. Uh, their, their smolder aftershave is the jam. Uh, their straight razors are second to none. 
They're safety razors, man. If you're, if you're worried about using a straight razor, try a safety razor. Uh, they've also got everything you need to, as a man in this life to groom yourself. Beard oils, mustache waxes, uh, shampoos, conditioners, all that. And if you're looking to get your dad a nice Father's Day kit, go to straightrazors.com and do so today. Love these guys. Huge fan of their company. Go to straightrazors.com, type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. And as always, you can pick up my books. At night she cries while he rides his steed. When darkness falls, he doesn't catch it. Uh, both are available, hardback, paperback, ebook, and the, the audibles of the jam, dude. The audiobooks are the best. If you like the podcast, you'll love this. It's like listening to a six and a half hour movie. Kind of like Blazing Saddles mixed with like Hot Shots, part deux. Uh, comedy's crazy. We got an Oscar winner and a couple, a couple Emmy winners in it. Big, big books man uh that that will fill up your ear holes go and check them out now let's hop into the show shall we no it finally happened james the world needed it i I felt what do you mean adele adele is no longer with who's banned who was he anyways? I don't look, we've we've had this discussion maybe I think within the first 10 episodes. I think I called the episode Dude You're Getting Adele and it was <laughs> yes about this guy, right? And the this mystery Abernathy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the mystery this haberdasher. This fucking this Ned Abernathy or whatever his name is. The mystery behind this guy was always puzzling to me of why Adele ended up with him. I never solved it. I never understood it. I thought maybe he was either rich yeah. or a record producer or super talented in some way, some way. that that did not show couldn't, at all. Couldn't figure it out. That didn't show at all. We no. thought maybe there's a hidden, <laughs> you know, crazy talent and and amazing person in there because we had heard that they had been together broken up gotten back together they end up having a kid i i don't i don't know what the sitch is and i was like man this guy must be ronaldo he must be one of the hottest men on the face of the planet and then he pops out at an award show and it looked like peter he looks like peter jackson like yeah. Peter Jackson's brother. He looked like he'd been sleeping in a cave for maybe 14 years and then just popped up and was like, oh, hey. And this is any, nothing I think about. I think I'll just marry Adele. Right. Nothing about his appearance. It's his like. No, it it's is. Almost, but it's almost like it's <laughs> we're me. not not like how he looks. It's the effort that he puts into it, which is negative amounts. Right. Yeah. Himself. So it was like the the disheveled kind of suit and the hair, and it, he just looked like he did not try at all. He That's looked all. yeah. He looked like he had pulled a suit out of a box. You, you know when you move behind the thrift store before yeah. they had gotten it into the thrift store to put on the hanger. They do have it in boxes out in the back. Yeah, it's it's like when you move and you have all these extra clothes that you're not wearing, and you take it down to the thrift store, and you're like, ah, I'll get rid of this. They're not open. You leave it by the back door. I don't door. need to iron this whatsoever. Yeah. I don't need to do anything but just drop it off. Adele's husband bought, goes to the box. Bought the, yeah, just bought the suit, put it on, wrinkled, was just like, uh, looked like he hadn't 
showered, maybe shaved in a few days. I could never understand the mystery behind this guy and why Adele married him, right? Now, this is all over. We haven't had an album from Adele in quite a while. Yeah, but she does Hello. She does take her time. She takes her time, and that's fine. She takes fine. her time. She drops when she wants to. What I found fascinating was when, when this bombshell hit. Let's face it. I thought there is no way a guy like that would fuck up a relationship like Adele. Like, you go to the ends of the earth to, to make that work, right? You iron the suit. Yeah, you do anything. You trim up the beard. You do anything because it's Adele. Yeah. Let alone what they were living in some, uh, what was that crazy castle they had? Like you saw it's it on Adele. 60 Minutes. It's Adele, bro. It's, it's Adele. And look, for, for her weight size, she's attractive. She's an attractive woman, right? For Adele. No, you're not going to give me that one, huh? I'm not because I think what comes into play here has to be an insecurity on her part. It has to be. She must not know how fucking amazing she, she is. is. She must just be a normal girl like all of us, despite her talents it's and crazy, her amazingness. Right? Yeah. She must be like, I'm fat and ugly, where yeah. everyone else is like, you're gorgeous and rad and you seem like super fun yeah. as well as insanely talented. But, you know, the real deal is, you know, stars. They're just like us. They are. But I, I've, I, I've got, I think I've got that a friend must like that. be it. Yeah. I, yeah. I've got a friend who's dude's really good looking, just d- does not know it. And you're like, man, what two, I, two of those friends we have, you know, one of them, you probably know both of them to be honest with you, but both of them, I'm just like, man, what are you doing? What are you doing? You're, the wheels are spinning in your mind. I'm right trying now. to think of who it is. Yeah. If you're watching the video show, you can literally see wheels turning inside Jable's mind right now. Can you give me the first letter? C. Yes, yeah. yes. The other yes, guy's the yes, other the other guy's yes. Jay and um Yes, and just can't can't doesn't see it, doesn't understand doesn't it. See it. It's crazy. So doesn't I I, I do it. like I do kind of understand that part. Um And with girls it's even worse. I mean, she can be the most amazing thing and then you'll still see on on, you know, I'm sure on Twitter and all this fucking bullshit of her weight and yeah. whatever. And it's got to get to you and she's probably before she was even famous it was probably even worse she's gonna drop a banger of an album though uh, next like and that's why the internet uh, was rejoicing uh, of like hey yes. could Here Adele we well could she actually make an album without a breakup that was the other thing that people were were asking online but she did hello didn't she yeah what, what do you think hello's about yeah but she was in a relationship <laughs> when she wrote it what what do you think hello, hello is about? It's about a girl who just won't give up on some ex. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. How are you? It's Look, been, I know what I've, it, I I've know what it is. I thought about you in years is I what she was saying. Is. Um, you know, never mind. I'll find someone like you. I look, I could go on and on every song for Adele, and I love Adele for that. And I oh, think, absolutely. I think she needed it, which is why the internet rejoiced. This guy got pounded too on on social media where it was just like, bro, how do you fuck that up? How do you fuck that up? Either way, really looking forward to this new album. Sure. Really want to dig my my teeth into it. Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be juicy. It's going to be juicy. I cannot 
wait. Yeah, I'm, I'm stoked. Look, I'm I'm Adele's one of the, the best artists on the planet, so I'm stoked whenever she comes out with a new album. I hope it's soon. Yeah. You know? Hope it's soon. She's hope got a she's kid, too. They have a kid, right? Yeah, they yeah. have a kid. Yeah. I don't know if she writes her own music. I'm not sure. Um, she must. Uh, I, I don't know. She must. Uh, she's on that level of the Beyonce level where people are just tuning, like turning in the greatest songs. So I'm not sure, actually. I'm not sure what the deal. interesting to find out. Yeah. Even on the internet, though, they wouldn't tell you that, would they? Yes, they would, Yes, Jesse. They would so say if, if whether that, she wrote. You betcha. So Gosh, if you, let me see if I could turn this thing on. If you now, actually button, had access to the where internet. Where is the button. For the World Wide Web. That you turn it on. With. <laughs> I think for you. Yeah. I think for, new, for you, we just need a, uh, a giant globe installed on your thing. And it, that just stands for the World Wide Web. And you just press that and then you're in there. That you know? would be great. Could yeah. we do that? Ah, we could. We could. Why don't you look that up? I'm going to go on my, I'm gonna go my, my sermon here. I'm going to get in my soapbox for Kanye real quick. I want to talk about Kanye. I know you do. Oh, boy. I know you do. Man, that was magic. The Sunday service that Kanye put on at Coachella was pure magic. Wasn't crazy about the pinhole view. Sure. Like The whole time. Very jarring, hard to get the whole scope. scope. Yeah, no, I, a really I, bad choice. Yeah. Artistically, I understand going for it and wanting to try things and, and and being different, right? The problem is when you have a moment that big, and look, I don't know what the ratings are, what the final numbers were mm-hmm. for for that live stream, but I can tell you this: it was trending number two in the world behind Easter for Christ's sakes, on Twitter. <laughs> so they had to have been massive. And every, it seemed like everybody and their mother had flipped it on and watched it. Right. And uh, I wish we could have had a full screen of that. However, it was pretty incredible. The, the, everything that he put on and did and all that other shit. Like, yeah. I mean, man, Chance the Rapper, crushed. Yep. Kid Cudi came out crushed. Obvi. Uh, DMX at one point preached, preached. He gave yeah. a full on. It was a full sermon in the middle of this thing. Here's the, you didn't believe it was DMX. I didn't. It was. <laughs> I was like, that voice is so unmistakable. Yeah, I guess it's a voice. So my uh, facial recognition is usually uh, unparalleled. Yes, I guess you can recognize voices. voices. Yeah, and so the two kind of got crossed crossed there. It was an up. View, you know, I don't know. I couldn't see his face, really. man. But it's it's X, it's X gonna give it to you for sure. Uh, um, uh. that was, uh, you know, any Sunday in a black church. No, I mean, look, it's not any Sunday. You're getting Chance the Rapper and DMX no, to show but, up. And... Um, just the whole vibe, the whole thing. I mean, it, it was incredible. They have fun like that. Every Sunday. They do. But this was all set to Kanye's music. So, like, you got to hear songs from College Dropout, his first album, all the way through. I mean, he dropped a new song that nobody had ever heard before. Right. It was, to me, it was incredible. There was what, the estimate was somewhere between, like, three to 500 people there. Because there was people out in the crowd. The choir singer. So, he had. Yeah. But but some were were just dancing. Basically. Yeah. Um, I think they were all singing, but yeah. 
So, so, some were just dancing on the hillside and then because okay. they weren't plugged in. I looked for mics and things like that. Got and it. I was like, man, it was unbelievably ambitious. I thought it turned out great, except for the camera angle. I don't know. Camera angle a couple times. Why. Mics were out. I mean, it really was ambitious. Yeah, but, uh, but I, I, I don't mind that because, look, you have 500 people. 500 that you're all trying to coordinate in sort of a last minute effort. I mean, that was only announced maybe three or four weeks ago that he was going to do this Sunday service. So Coachella didn't really have that that much time to prepare. Right. Um, Kanye has been doing this for weeks. Right. But, at, you know, on a smaller, much, much smaller scale, wherever the fuck he does it in the Hollywood Hills or and whoever or, the fuck comes. And I don't know. Well, you're, you've got to be invited. This was the first time he, he had opened it up to the public, essentially. Right. And man, I, I, I want to say it was close to two hours he performed. I mean, it was. Yeah, it was crazy and amazing. He was crying. Other people were crying. If you were there watching all of this happen, it, it was probably a, like an unbelievable spiritual experience. I mean, wa- even watching it, just having it on the background on Easter Sunday, I right. felt great. Right. I felt great about it. That pinhole view, though, really got me. It really got me. I was and just I- like, ah, can we get out of this? And I'm, you know, talk about bringing black culture to the whites yeah to the whites because you know you say you were moved or whatever like i said you've been to a black church before right i have yes yep so again it really is like that it is every time yeah yeah yeah. you know the choir and the you know the crying and mixed with kanye though laughing absolutely but um i guess i couldn't get that out of my mind is all these (laughs) All these Coachella white whites people, yeah, that were just like, "Oh, this how in the," and every black person is like, "Yeah, this is what we fucking do." Right, but if you're looking at it from a cultural perspective, you yes. still need somebody like Kanye West to come out and try and yes. attempt to do something like this. Yes, because if you don't put the Kanye West songs in there, I think everyone just I don't. N- nobody's coming out for a for a gospel. Sunday service mass right. at Coachella. Right. Let's face it. You're right. still partially on Molly. There's, right. some, there's some other drugs mixed into your like, system. What are they thinking? Like what? I'm just sort of trying to get into the mind of all the Coachella whites and just thinking, what? You know, like what are they thinking? I'm gonna, I'm are, gonna they, be, are they wasted? Going to be real Z's on hard drugs. Yeah. Like when you're trying to shake off a two-day, uh, like let's face it, you're on a three-day bender at this point. You probably you probably rolled most. in, yeah. You probably rolled in Thursday night. You're you're amped. Sure. You get fucked up. Coachella right. starts Friday. Yeah. You go hard Friday night. Obviously, first day at Coachella. You wake up a little sleepy Saturday midday. Hang out by the pool a little longer. Go mm-hmm. in a little later, and then it kicks in. Sure. Once those you know that Red Bull and and pure MDMA kicks in around you know, nine, right. Boom. You're back at it again and you're ready. Mm. And then Sunday you wake up and you're like, Oh man, I want to see Kanye, but I've got to stand in line at six. Cause he's performing at 9am. Yeah. So you're still feeling the remnants of whatever drugs you were on. Right. And then you get taken to church like that. I would, I would have to imagine it's got to kick in of like, wow, I'm, you're probably having a little better experience than you, you, you thought you might've. Right. You know, 
Right. Like he actually did something on Easter Sunday. Because it's rare that a Coachella falls on Easter, too, where you're like, man, I've been doing so much drinking and drugs. I, should I be guilty? Should I feel guilty that I'm That's at Coachella what I mean. are not they at thinking, Easter yeah, with my are family? They, uh, are they just feeling bad? Are they feeling good? Are they most? Are they drunk? I don't know. Seem very... They seemed very... I mean, nobody was jumping for crazy dancing Kanye style. They were all kind of locked it in. in. Yeah, yeah. Locked in. So, oh, to be in the mind of the Coachella Whites. Now, do we know... I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed it, yeah. Do, uh, do, do I know if my friends went? Yeah. Yeah, they didn't go. They didn't go. No. Too early. Too early. Too early. I will say this, though. They were going... They, they had a... Uh, they work with Ariana Grande all the time. So, they had... You know, backstage press passes with all that shit. You start at six because she played that night later on that night. Mm -hmm. You start at six like that. I don't you can't make it to you can't make it. And then Ariana Grande probably went off at like midnight. She probably you know finished her set at midnight. And you're dealing with shuttles. That's an 18 hour day on top of all of the rest of it. So because once you get to the festival you're not going back and forth so you go at Too the far time of a walk, yeah, yeah walk shuttle back to the place whatever yeah, yeah, so yeah. you you go at the time that you can t- take it into the evening right 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 right, right. I, yeah, w- I would have napped it up i would have probably gone to see kanye and then napped it up so gone then, back to your then, place yeah and come back wow. at like six totally. come back at 6 p.m either way if you were at home watching it I, look, I'm not a religious dude. I don't go to church that much, but like it just felt nice having it on in the background. And I was like, shit, yeah. this is awesome. There was something about it that, that was that was, was really great. And it was interesting. There was lots of layers to um, just to, there was lots of layers to everything he was doing. So, yeah, I, I was, there was there was some people who were knocking. He had a, a merch tent set up. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people were pissed, pissed. That he was selling socks for $50 that said, like, you know, Holy Day or whatever. And, like, the the outfits, the outfits they were wearing in the thing mm-hmm. were on sale. And, like, I guess the sweatshirts or whatever were $225 they were charging for it. But I will say this. Uh, like, in, in, in his defense on that, he's got to pay for all that stuff. It's super high quality, by the way. So it wasn't like it was a Gildan t-shirt that he was trying to pass off on people. Yeah, They don't sell that merch in real life. So whatever he did, he had to make it in a short amount of time and get it there just to get it there. And it was like, hey, if you want to be dressed like the people and the thing, you can do it. And nobody was pushing it during the concert. So, yeah, that's I'll I'll give I'll give him a break on that. Uh, No, a lot of people were pissed off about it. They were like, well, it looks, you know, thank thank goodness you could exploit God on on Easter Sunday. And I don't think that's connected in any way. I didn't either, but. They did. So there, there was a lot of people online. Uh, I think it was Complex Magazine or somebody. Um, but, you know, I, to me, I just looked at it as a way of like, hey, if you want to dress up like the choir, you, you know. Those clothing takes a long time to make, especially in bulk. I know this from just, sell, you know, we sell t- we've sold T-shirts for Ross Patterson Revolution, Van and Ham shirts, a lot of them with lead by iron. Um, those guys get those guys get it out f- the fastest I've ever seen. Right. Uh, ledbyiron.com. Um, and even then, from design to just physically getting your hands on it's probably three weeks. And it's like, dude, he didn't even have three weeks to prepare. So I'm sure yeah. all that shit was shipped in and last minute and especially something high quality. Our, you know, we're just selling T-shirts for Christ's sakes. These are like 
nice sweatshirts and things like that. Yeah. But, uh, no, look, I, I, I will praise him across the board because it was awesome to see. I enjoyed it. it. You need more artists to take risks like this. Or if, if you're truly about the culture, as everybody else says, bring it into to more things that are mainstream like this. That's a, that's a perfect crossover to do it at. Like only Kanye could get away with holding a Sunday service on Easter Sunday at Coachella yeah. on the side of a mountain and, and everybody being amped enough to, to, to watch it that they streamed it live right. on YouTube. Uh, YouTube, I'm going to give you a shout out. Um, look, not only because you can subscribe to our show on it, but there wasn't any, any problems with that live stream. Yeah, no, um, they did it. And I, look, we had some problems earlier a couple of days with streaming things on Coachella. I found out what it was. I went what? through Apple TV and not... Dish, okay, yeah. Okay, so okay. It, it was Dish that right, was right. that is unprepared for that type of bandwidth. Got you. Not Apple TV. Once I swapped over to Apple TV, I was like, oh, all right, cool. We got everything. Nice. Uh, we're good to go. So I didn't have any problems with that stream whatsoever. Sweet. Uh, which is great because that's look, that's the future. Um, I know their streaming was is up like hundred and eighteen percent versus last year. It just keeps doubling and getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So. It's cool, man, because, you know, if you can't, if you don't have a chance to go, not that I was amped this year about uh, the, the lineup, um, so I w- we wouldn't have gone anyways, but it was nice to flip over and see a few people who, that I wanted to see on there. Definitely. Um, and then it, it, it knocked, you know, this, this Sri Lanka thing right off of the headlines. I've, I, look, we woke up to this story yeah. um, of these suicide bombers. There was eight coordinated attacks in Sri Lanka. Which is in the Indian Ocean, um, kind of off the coast of like India, I guess yes, you would say. It is. And it's an island off the coast. Yeah. Um, eight coordinated attacks, more than 200 people dead on Easter Sunday. It was Islamic terrorist, huge surprise. But there was, that story was buried. Yep. I've never seen anything like it. That, like after, you know, 11 a.m., and I don't know if it's because everybody was. Showing, you know, pre-taped segments yeah. on all of these networks because it was Easter. I, I didn't see any news about it today either, really, to be honest with you. Um, no, and I saw some later yesterday. Right. Later. But um, anything in the morning, there was nobody there to do breaking news. Everything was pre-taped and all the people were home just being like, hope nothing big happens. Yeah, and it did, but nobody... Nobody cares. Nobody care. It wasn't. It has not been a top story in America. Yeah. For not the last two days. As... And it's strange. Like, I, I can't figure it out. Because, I mean, I, I was reading up on the story. I was like, man, am I missing something? Like, it was, were they in war with some, somebody else? Or, you know, was it a country war? No. It was none of that. One of the guys who because it was all suicide bombers had waited in line for a buffet. And waited in line patiently for a half hour for an Easter Sunday buffet. Right when he walked up to get his food, boom, you know, blew, blew the whole place up. Yeah. And there was, again, no coverage of this at all. And it, it seemed really, really odd. And I think, and this is my personal opinion. I don't know if this is true or not. I think American media does not want to paint this Islam against us narrative, you know, which, look, it's there. It's out there. I don't, I don't really give a shit. Um they never do. They never do. And I feel that they bury the story. I feel like this, this story was huge around the world except in America. Possibly. 
And that's my personal opinion on it. All of the articles that I read came from Europe, overseas. And uh, I, I, I just I couldn't wrap my mind around why this wasn't a big enough story for anybody to to really report here in America. Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, I, I guess I don't know. I follow the trends on Twitter for United States only because I don't a lot of the shit's foreign language. You know, when you start to get into like worldwide globe and stuff like that. Yeah. Here it was all Kanye. It was Easter Sunday, Kanye, again, like nothing else was going on around the world. It was that story. Um, the media to me, is, it's, it's just getting more and more dangerous where, you know, if you're picking the stories and the narratives you want to tell and not really talking about what's going on in the rest of the world, what's the, what's the point? What's yeah. the point of any of this right now? Um, yeah. And we watched that thing on 60 Minutes last night with the, uh, the Russians. Yeah. You know, the Russian spies and all that stuff and the cyber warfare that's going on. To me, our own media in the United States has become a, a cyber warfare of just stories they want to tell, um, depending upon, you know, who who they're owned by. You know, Bezos, you know, owns Washington Post and all that other stuff. Uh, this open border bullshit that, that's being pushed, um, you know, by the far by the mm-hmm. far left. uh by not, by not telling a story like this or just kind of burying the story like this, it, it fits better for them and their narrative of like, oh, yeah, everything's still safe and open borders are great and you can just let anybody in and it's fine. We don't need to vet anybody and it's fine. Well, Nothing the, like this will Islamic, ever happen here. Yeah. Because I, I think, look, if you're able to do this on a coordinated attack there, I, I think you could do this here. I really do. And yes, by not... By not telling Americans about it, uh, I, I look, I think it leaves us wide open as a country for this to happen with us. Well, there's two Islamic women in Congress, right? Yeah. Maybe more. Two, right? Uh, I think one. Uh, that, that there is two. Ilman chick out of There's one that Detroit. wears the hijab and there's one yeah, that yeah, doesn't, yeah. Okay, basically. gotcha, gotcha. Um, so it doesn't. It doesn't work for our narrative of, you know, exactly, exactly what you're saying. Yeah. It doesn't work. What we're, you know, what we're saying is, you know, we're embracing that there. That's not, you know, there's some crazy radicalized Islam and then there's not. Um, But I just, it, it's always, again, if you don't report this, this is going to happen here um, one of these yeah. days. And it that sucks. Uh, cause yeah, I like even just reading this, like what to look for, what to, you know, like I was like, fuck man, homeboy was just standing in line at a buffet for 20 minutes, half hour. And everybody else was just like, it was like nothing else was going on in that guy. Yeah. Like we'll, it was just another, you know, we'll see what else comes out about it when they finally, I don't think there's going to be much. You don't think they're going to finally start talking about it. Um, Probably I, not. I, I don't. I don't think there's going to be much about it. So there, there, there will be some other news story this week. Mark my words. Right. That will be massive. That will eat all this up, and that's well, they're it. More into the Mueller report, which is over. We're at, like that's all done. Not, not to them. I know. I mean, look, if like just breezing down the 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 top ten topics, right? Twitter wise, right? Which, which is what everybody pretty much uses for news these days. A lot of people. Earth Day is number one. Today's Earth Day. Rad. Oh, is it? Uh, great. God, 
gosh, I forgot about Monday that. motivation, second Monday morning, which <laughs> it's 11 a.m. Uh, we're recording this out on Monday, so good for you. Right. Seth Moulton, you know who that guy is? No. No. Uh, another sure. guy who's running for uh, president on the Democratic side, which... Thank God, because I was worried that they weren't going to have enough people running. Gosh, are they going to? They're going to have to do it separate, right? The debates. Yeah. I mean, there's no way they two can different all... stages. Yeah. Uh, Monday thoughts impeach Donald Trump, and again, that's that is just another fucking issue of cyber warfare. No one's talking about impeaching no Donald one's Trump. Going to impeach? I mean, no. You've look again. You have. <laughs> you've 18 months until this election. Less now. Less than 18 months. Focus on the candidates. Um, but look, that that's what's tra- like nothing Sri Lanka, nothing about these people, nothing, barely, barely any coverage of this crazy catastrophic event. Nuts, nuts. And, and look, when things like this aren't covered, when s- news stories like this happens, when people aren't being told what's happening in their own country or around the world or whatever, that's when, that, that's when the voting uh, comes into place of like, you know what, man, they don't really care about us, you know, for if the media or government and all this other shit, they don't really want to chat about what's going on. We're just going to vote whoever the fuck we wanted, right? Donald Trump got elected. Right. Cool. Uh, the president of, the, of, of the Ukraine who got elected last night is a comedian. Zero political experience. Same as Trump. Yep. He is a comedian who played the president on a Ukraine TV show. Can you imagine? He is now president. And they think that he can do a better job than any politician in that country. This this is what's happening. and Because the guy, I, I mean, it's very, fuck, what would you call it? It's, uh, wag the dogish. I don't. I don't. You know. Okay. <laughs> Not wag the dog. What was the? Uh, it is. The, no, the Warren Beatty movie where he just ran and just oh, said whatever he wanted. Oh. Uh, yeah. Something bull. Yeah. Bull dirt. Bullhorn or something bull, like that. Yeah. Bullgarf. Yeah. Whatever it was. Bullgarf. Yeah. yeah. Bullgarf. <laughs> um, you guys know what we're talking about. But it's it's very similar to that where you're you're just like, all right, cool, man. Could this really happen? In the TV show, he plays a teacher, like a just a nobody teacher who decides to run for president of the Ukraine, ends up winning. That was the basis of that TV show. Now he decided to run in real life. I don't know whether it was a joke or not. He did give a sincere speech last night. that just said, look, I'm not going to let you down or this country down. So, like, you know, if, if, he, was, if he was to say, ah, joke's on you. I'm yeah. not, this isn't real. I'm done. Then I would be like, all right, cool. But it genuinely seems like he wants to do it. So he's going to do it. Um, the, the, the size of victory was crazy to me. It was a landslide. 76% to 24 so look, Trump, Trump and Hillary was what, you know, fifty-one to fifty. Like, yeah. I mean, it was. I mean, it was close. Some of these states came down to ten thousand votes. Right. This was nowhere near being close. Nowhere near it. And the yeah. weird thing is, is I had said a few years back that if John Stewart ran, I think he could have won. Um, at yeah, some, I, for real. Yep. I really do. It. I do too. And uh, I think if he would have came in around. 
the Obama era, right around there. Let's say Obama never existed, right? Yeah. And let's say John Stewart threw his hat in the ring. I th- I genuinely think in 08, he probably could have beat McCain and Sarah Palin. I think it would have been pretty what fucking close. What if he close. ran right now? What do you think? It's too late now. Um, again, there's 27 people now or 30, 39, 58 people who are running for Democratic president. I think it's you can't cut through it now. Mm-hmm. I think the one person who could is Michelle Obama. I think if she ran right now, she could beat the entire Democratic Party and it wouldn't even be close. Yeah. Just judging Dead on serious. book sales. Yeah. <laughs> Highest of all time. And, and for anybody who's been listening to the show since, you know, the day the day one homies out there who've been listening to since, since day one, I, I, we, we have a book coming out uh, August 20th through Random House, same, you know, Penguin, Random House bought Penguin, mm-hmm. um, same as Michelle Obama. And I, I had said last year on the show, I was like, man, I did not want to come out anywhere within four to five months of her. Sure enough, she's on pace for the highest selling memoir of all time. That's yeah. how much love there is out there for Michelle Obama. Oh, it's if she crazy. stepped into the race tomorrow or the day before these uh, these debates start, I think she would wipe out that, that entire Democratic Party. And, and that, that would be a, a coin toss between her and Trump. I don't know who would win that one, to be honest with you. I don't know either. I, 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 part of me would lean towards her unless the economy's still booming, but uh, I don't know. Right. Uh, she doesn't want to. She's not want to, no. And, and I, get, anyone I get smart it. wouldn't. Yeah, I get it. I mean, right look, now? You just spent eight years in there. That's a nightmare. Ugh. And you then. The White uh, House, you're going to go back. You're going to go back to what the White you, House Hillary? again for another, for another eight. You fucking. <laughs> yeah. You just Strange. love it so much there. I mean, Hillary. Hillary would do all of it. The weird thing is, though, if you, if you, if you, here's the thing, if you really think about it, being the first female president of the United States, like, to me, that's, that's a hard part in history to turn down. It's a hard part in history to turn down, but it's a I like hard... how I'm referring to it as an actor's role, by the way. It's a, yeah, that's it's a, a hard, hard part. part. It's a hard, hard part. part to turn that's down. That's a difficult role to take. Yeah. It? But, but it is. Like, I, to me, how do you pass up on history like that? Yeah, but the pressure of it would almost be unbearable. I mean, you are, you have a whole gender on your shoulders, yeah. basically. But you've been there, like, you've been there for eight years, so you know what to expect. I don't know. Your husband was president. I think the only president. one that could take on that kind of pres- pressure was at Hillary? that point was Hillary, because she's a robot, she's a sociopath, <laughs> she doesn't have any feelings or real realness, right? So she would just say, fuck it. Yeah. Say what you want. I'm going to do my job. But I think anyone smart or anyone with uh, any kind of like real feelings, uh, the pressure of that would be almost unbearable. But I I think, look, with this Ukrainian guy, I think more and more things like this are going to happen. Sure. Around the world. I I just think people are fed up with it. Um. So I, I actually, because a lot of people would hit me up and say, hey, we talk about the story. I actually wasn't that surprised at this. I'm, I think th- this trend is going to continue around the world. Um, not in every country, but, right. but in a lot of countries. That's just, uh, that's my personal gut feeling. I think everybody's just fed up with, with politics and, and government and, and the, the stalemate and 
not getting anything done where it's just like, all right, great. You want to upheaval? Let's have an upheaval. We'll, we'll, we'll give a, a reality and everything a reality star, you know, we'll make him president. We'll make a comedian president of a country. Like, I, th- I think that's where it's where it's all headed, where people are going to get fed up with it. I think, look, eventually it'll it'll reverse course. That's what I mean. So it's all cyclical, right? So yeah. then people will get fed up with that. Yeah. The not, you know, the no one in there has any experience. And then the new narrative will be like, there's too many people here who haven't. I've served for da, 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 da. And yeah. then we'll start to be more. We'll want a little bit more structure. I think this may be good. In that it can, people like share coming to the other side. I think slowly the Democratic Party being so divided now and, and the old school people or real just middle of the line Democrats are like, hey, AOC, no. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So this may be good to kind of like a controlled burn. Or show everyone what happens when... Right? Or, or the look, or the AOCs might be the next generation. Oh, I know, but but you never know. You never know. Um, yeah, you never know. You, look, the, the, Trump's doing some radical shit that I'm, you know, I dig. Like oil yeah. prices have sp- spiked right now, mm-hmm. in particular today, because he said he was done buying uh, oil from Iran. It's said, "Great, we're we're done with that." And they were exporting. I think it was like a, a million barrels or something like that. Uh, the the trade war with China, you know, trying to get better deals and all that shit. I, truthfully, man, like we've been getting fucked on that shit for years. So I, I'm cool. Why do we have to buy oil from Iran? Let's get the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, the the thing with China, dude, we buy so many Chinese goods in this country. Like, dude, if you're gonna put tariffs on ours, let's put tariffs on yours. Like, let's even this out a little bit. These are the unpleasant things, though. You have to do if you're in it for the long haul. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I, could you get this done if it, if it wasn't a politician though? That's why I bring all this up. I I don't know. Would a politician even attempt this? Probably not. You'd be worried about pissing off somebody along the line. Yeah. You're just in the, in the machine, but I don't know. With this guy in the Ukraine, I'll be curious to see as to what he does. Like, I, I bet he's got some radical shit where he's just like, Hey, nothing's really been working over here. Let's give this a go. So I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited for it. Yeah. <laughs> trying to think what the next comedian here would be. I'm telling you, if, if John, I think John Stewart, Stewart would have had a legitimate yeah. shot yeah. at it. It depends on timing too, of, of when you're, you're doing all, all this stuff and like where America's at and everything. I think, look, I think 16 was a perfect time for somebody like Trump to get in and just disrupt the entire system yeah just the right time at the right place because i don't even remember him in these debates like he was way down at the bottom of these debates like he didn't have many many points in the polls at the you know at the point that he first started running he just slowly started gaining steam as as he went along uh this Buttigieg guy yeah, that's that's the guy right now is slowly starting starting to gain steam on that other side of the party where it's mm-hmm. just like, yeah, even like be, even Beto and those guys are getting pushed aside for this guy. And it's just like, who is this? Mm-hmm. You know, at yeah. least you, you're asking the question, who is this guy? Right. So what experience does he have? He's a mayor. Right. He's a mayor of, of a, He's a glad hander. S- South Bend. Maybe that's what we Indiana. need. Indiana. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm curious to see even this guy is. I know nothing about him. 
Yeah. Nothing. I know. I know some very like he's thirty seven. He doesn't. It's not like he has some crazy life experience that I know about. You know what I'm saying? So young. <laughs> so young. Child bride. I wonder if so. What he'll be thirty eight next year. Imagine a thirty eight year old president. Gosh, that's that'd be wild, wouldn't it? It would really. I mean, he he's how old? Thirty. He'll be 37 now, so he'll be 38 next year when the election happens. He's a happens. millennial. He is. No, he is, for real. And that's why people love him. Like that, that's, why the, that's why the millennials We've love him, where it it's up. just like, all right, cool, You're man. You're a millennial. Yeah. Because most of the excitement coming out of the camps is like, hey, man, he, he sounds like us. He talks like us. He's one of us. And it's just like, you know, that could be dangerous as well. You never know. Oh. That last name's a hard one to get a hold of, though. Once you get it. Buttigieg. Buddha judge. Buddha judge. Yeah. Buddha judge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buddha judge. <laughs> Is it two T's? But a judge. No idea. Cool. No idea. Look, I don't know. I don't either. I don't either. Uh, but since we were talking about memoirs with the the Michelle Obama thing, mm. um, obviously Matt's is coming out. Mm-hmm. But best August twentieth. Um, Prince has got one coming out. When's that coming? Through Random House. No. It just got announced maybe like 20 minutes ago. Uh, That one is coming out October, October 28th. Who, who's writing that? That's what I asked. I was like, all right, cool. Is this the estate trying to cash in, you know, of writing a thing? Turns out he was, it was Prince and he had hired his own guy to help him write it. And um, he was, you know, maybe three fourths the way through it um, right before he died. So they're going to push this over the edge with the estate's blessing at this point. So they're going to go in and give him, you know, whatever was in the house and, and everything else to finish up this memoir. But uh, now that I'm amped about. You're so excited. Come on. Come on. You know. Oh, I do. You know my love for Prince. Obviously, Ross Patterson Revolutions. Oh, I do. Named after him, but uh, Prince and the Revolution. But uh, I, I look, I... I'm amped about this. There was a there was a, a part in this article that I hope I hope they explore this more. Um, there was a part of this article that just said uh, how he cultivated his whole image and the mystique and the mystery behind him and everything else. Like I hope he goes into great detail of like, hey man, all of this was a sham. Yeah, I would I would love that. You know I've said that before in the past where it's just like, man, if he was in on this joke the entire time for all of these years, it mm-hmm. would be the greatest thing in the world to me. Right. And I hope that's what it is. Obviously, I'll buy that the first day out. Obvi. Love rock. Curry sales. Rock bio. Speaking of which, we watched that uh, Rolling, Rolling Stones, Stones last night on Netflix. Ole, ole, ole. Man, that was good. It was so good. That was like a Beyonce drop where it's like you didn't really know it was happening. And no. then it's just like this awesome, amazing shot. Great. Fu- I mean, anything you shoot in Latin America, by the way, whatever you think. Sure. Looks awesome. There's just so much. So many Color. colors. Yeah. and. Even the poverty stuff is looks cool. You know what I mean? Uh, nothing nothing Jabes loves more in this life than poverty stuff, you know? <laughs> oh, just like a good black and white homeless man. Yeah. Oh. And a nice like uh to, to hang up in your shriveled mansion. up dog walking out of a cardboard box. Yeah, hang yeah. that up right in the hallway to the study. 
Yeah. It's just the black and white, the the real wrinkled, weathered faces, you yeah, know, yeah, of yeah. the of the poverty stricken. <laughs> I just love looking at that. Um, in my house, no. But it's for a documentary, it's just great. I mean, yeah, it just I, looks it just looks so cool. They have them in the um graveyard with all the tombs. I mean, he, they did it right. Whoever did that documentary it was amazing. Cause look, Keith, Keith and those guys and Mick in particular, they don't give a lot of interviews. No. And they don't even give so any access to themselves. So that, and so he only in the, all of the Rolling Stone documentaries I've seen, they only do voiceover mm-hmm. interviews. So they'll never do. So it's a full interview, but yeah. it's not like a, you sit there with the camera and set up with the lights and everything and talk. Um, it really is just they'll only do audio. And, and the, then the documentary documentarian can put it over whatever they want. Yeah. But that's all they give them. And then the end, uh, the culmination of, of it was because it was their their uh, tour through uh, South America, Latin America, and then... Um, Ending up in Cuba. Cuba. Yeah, right and they gave after the, they opened the, first, the borders, yeah. Yeah, free concert there. Um they've never played there. And it man, it was it was awesome. I love those nights where it's an you, you have an accidental Netflix find. Yeah. That's amazing where you're like, mm-hmm. all right, cool. Mm-hmm. Cause usually you breeze through things and you're like, All right, let's just give this five minutes. Yeah. Let's just give it five minutes. If it sucks, we'll turn it off. Right. And then you end up going through like eighteen things later and you never really watch the thing that you were probably wanting to watch yeah this was one of those where it was just like oh shit i didn't know this was out this is on netflix awesome all right we'll give it we'll give it five like it must i haven't, I haven't heard any press on it so right. it must be shitty and then it came on it was just like oh my god i was locked in documentary wise too you do know within the first five minutes we do we're huge documentary fans so like so we tried another one right before it yeah, about the cre- creative brain the, the or creative something. Brain, yeah. And it was just cheesy voiceover. It was all about the guy that was making it, which I hate. <laughs> so I hate when a guy do- does a documentary, guy, girl, whatever, yeah. and they tell their story and they're of, the way, of, of why they decided to go on a journey. And you're like, you could have just went on the journey. Yeah. And I could have seen the journey, but now you're making it again, you know, about you. Yeah. And it's a, you know, it's a doctor walking through the woods for five minutes. (laughs) And he had a lot to say because he also wants to be a documentarian, right? Doctor slash, right? Uh, Why not? Always wanted to make a documentary. Yeah. Who hasn't? Who hasn't? So rule number one to me, don't make yourself... The subject. The other, the other thing I, I had a hard time with, which you know, we ultimately flipped it off after five minutes, and that was a first. Usually, we say we're going to turn things off in five minutes, and then never. And we turn give it, it at off. least yeah, 15, fifteen. Yeah, and then we're like, oh, really did give this five, and then it turn was it off five. Whenever people talk about creativity and you know harnessing creativity and what they need and all that shit, like I just get checked out on that. What they need. Yeah, you know, people always need something of like, oh, I need incense or candles or a beautiful view or this to create X, whatever mm-hmm. that is. Either writing a book or playing music or, or whatever it is. I need some source of inspiration from the creativity. Oh, yeah. I can't. Subs- yeah. I can't subscribe to that. Right. I'm like, bullshit, right. man. Right. I can just sit down and do it. 
if you're great enough, you can just sit down and do it anywhere. Does it, would it be nice to go to the South of France to harness your creativity? You bet. Sure. You bet it would. Sure. But that's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> that's Definitely. all I kept thinking. Yeah. And yeah, it was yeah. like, the other thing that, that always is weird to me is when you're interviewing people about creativity who aren't successful. Like? Like the people in that documentary. Like the, the first few they started with, and I look, I know later on, you know, there was some famous people, but like sure, the first few the they started with, yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. hey man, like that's not <laughs> the person I want to model right, right, my creativity right. yep, after. Yep. Like that's not a good one to start with. Yeah, you know? I hear you, I hear you. Start with someone better yeah. than that. So. I got you, I got you. No. Yeah, yeah. That's what I, me personally, like. Well, it was just a shitty doc. It was a shitty doc. <laughs> uh, Olay, it was just shitty. Again, you, you know, first mistake, like I said, he made himself the subject. And then it all is just a bunch of fucking b- bullshit fluff after that. Yeah. It's all how he, you know, feels about it. His journey. His journey. To find out about the creative brain. Why is it your journey? Yeah, I don't because he's trying to be creative. Who knows? Who knows what happens? Exactly. With that? It's it's an out of touch, oh, weird doctor guy. Yeah, that wants to wanted so bad to be creative, but he wasn't. Right? I guess clearly not. If we, this is his documentary, we gave it five minutes. We gave it five. Don't, maybe maybe the don't documentary bother, was his. By thing. the way, maybe, no, maybe don't bother with thing. the creative brain. Not that anyone would. Maybe, but. <laughs> Don't bother with the creative brain, but do bother with Olay, Olay, Olay. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one, the Rolling Stones. I saw a story, though, that it's going to be made into a documentary, I guarantee it. And it's, this is your worst personal nightmare. Me. Yeah, oh, yeah. The seasteading. You know what that is? Uh, no. These people are building these... I, I mean, technically, it looks. I guess you would call it a house out in the middle of the ocean. Okay. So it's in international waters. So therefore, you're not a part of that country. Mm-hmm. Peter Thiel was was trying to do this forever, and then eventually gave up on it. Okay. Um, you know him. He's the he's the crazy big Silicon Valley yeah. guy. They modeled. Uh, but he's like famously crazy. Gavin Belson's character on on Silicon Valley mm-hmm. after him. I don't know if he's crazy. Well, he's famously eccentric. Yes, we'll give him that. So he tried to build this city out in the sea, and it was. Uh, like off the coast of San Francisco, but it's like, hey, you're in international water. Kind of like when you go on a cruise and they tell you you're in international waters, you can do whatever you want at that right. point. Like 18-year-olds can drink. And sure. You can do drugs. <laughs> Congratulations, you're in international waters. Prostitutes are legal. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We can do whatever you want. International waters, nobody's protecting me from anything. Well, this guy had this Bitcoin entrepreneur, which nothing gets me for gets me more uh, jazzed up than a bitcoin oh, entrepreneur love them and love their top hats weird weird looking dude mm. and he had this like younger like thai wife sure which get why it. Not? yeah why not but they built a they built one of these little seasteads out in the middle of it was 13 miles off the coast of thailand and they were living in it and like I mean, they've got videos of them, you know, popping champagne. Like, this is our new house. We live in the middle of the ocean. Like, as boats go by, 
This thing was like swaying back mm-mm, and forth. Mm-mm, yep. Mm-mm. And I thought, no. <laughs> and then how do you, so you get down the the thing and take boats places to do things? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking kill and me. It was off the coast kill of me now. Uh, Phuket, you know? Um, so I, I guess you were, you know, boating back and forth into Thailand to get supplies and all that other stuff. Ooh. Yeah. Imagine something happened to you there. Yeah. Go, if you if you can pull up a picture of it at home, if yeah, you're able to Google it, it's crazy looking. Where you're just like, all right. It just looks like a... looks like a water tower kind of. Yeah. It just looks like an, an observation tower, like at yeah. jail. Yeah. In prisons where they have, you know, where the snipers are. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah, it yeah. looks like. But I mean, clearly that, like there was beds and, you know, all kinds of shit inside. So I'm sure. But, you know, you're coming up against maritime law. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> you, you really are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what happened was the, the, the government the in phrase. Thailand, yeah. they want to prosecute them and they want to put them under the death penalty because they're, they're saying they're putting their security at harm and their civilization at harm. Death penalty, huh? Well, it's Thailand. I mean, look, you spray paint something, you get, don't you get hit with a cane? Oh, you get caned over there? Sure. Remember that, that dude who got caned? Yeah. An American that kid was a years wild and years ago. ago. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's still. So if you're still getting caned for that, let's face it, if you're building a house 13 miles out in the ocean, and they said it was killed. dangerous for boats to pass by too. Mm. I don't really know or believe that so no. much. Um, but it's a nice, that's a nice thing to say, to get rid of it. Yeah, because it's just threatening your. Yeah, your, your, your bullshit. Like taxes. You don't pay taxes. That was the whole thing yeah, with Peter penalty. Peter Thiel too, by the way. Why he wanted to build that city is because he yeah, wanted to beat taxes and everything else. Obviously. You would have to wake up and take Dramamine every single day, all day long. I to be in something kill like myself. that. Yeah. <laughs> I would just wake up and kill myself because again, there is no way that my life would be good. Yeah. If that's what it was, a constant swaying or needing to get into a little dinghy to go to shore to get stuff. Yeah, no way. Not in a million years. Nope. They're building islands, man-made islands in like Dubai right now. Mm-hmm. But those are flat and you're not moving Look, around and all that other shit. That's fine. Yeah. I saw a story on uh, The Today. Um, <laughs> today show. The Today. Yeah. Uh, today all day. That uh, this couple, hipster couple, bought a lighthouse, which is basically on an island, right? Uh And there's, you know, it's a little bit of land around it, tiny bit. Yeah. And lighthouse and then some houses there. So they turned that into a bed and breakfast resort, right? Okay. So that's about as far as I would go. But all I was thinking is if you have to do anything, you have to boat. Yeah. Boat everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so cute. It's like my hipster dream, right? Sure. You go up into the lighthouse. They redid it all cute. Is it? Is it in the United States? Yeah. Okay. Um. So it's off the coast of San Francisco. Oh. So it's just like, it's like little right. lighthouse island that's small ass. But even then, as cute as that is, I can't boat everywhere I need to go. Yeah, no, it's tough. <sighs> it's tough. Because like Lenny Kravitz and all those guys own, own private islands down in the, the Bahamas and Jamaica and all that shit. Right. And I was like, how do you get food? What they do is they raise flags. So there's like three different colored flags they raise. And so if you're on vacation. If you need medical supplies or right. food or whatever and then somebody boats it in. 
And that's rad for a couple weeks, but even sure. then, and it's again, like, vacation, hey, I wouldn't have to leave unless something happened. But if that's going to be your life, yeah, no, no, yeah. no, thank you. No, I'm, I'm good with it. You know what you'd have to do? I also listened to another story, not on the today, but it was a podcast where um, there is experimental stuff uh, that they're doing with depression where they... Uh, implant wires into your brain and you literally have a remote control that's a fun thing that can um change your mood because it is i'd be down for that you would be down for that yeah to me here's what it did to me when i heard this so it was a girl that had horrible depression in that she the real kind where you can't get out of bed you're laying on the floor Mm -hmm. you're I mean, you literally cannot find the energy yeah. to do anything. Not like I'm a little bit sad right now. Sure. Because it's dark out, like that kind of stuff. It's real depression. Um, and so they did they were doing this experimental stuff. And she like she broke up with her boyfriend, you know, d- depression, depression, and tried this new thing. And they turned her up to like a Five or six. And I say this because it's like a dial. Okay. So it's electrodes to your brain because it is a chemical. It's something wrong in your brain, right? Things are not connecting. Things are not clicking. You're not getting the right serotonin, things like this. So they turn it up to five. She's like euphoric. Right? Yeah. I mean, just the happiest you can possibly be um, for three days, but wasn't sleeping because it was like... So, you know, really amped up. So it didn't sleep for three days. She had to go back. They had to turn it off because Mm. she had had like a crazy reaction to it. Turned it off. So then you're like, uh, back to how your brain normally is. Right. That's you. Sure. And then they slowly kind of incrementally boost it up to where she's feeling normal, happy. Gets back together with the boyfriend. Okay. Right? Is happy. Like, starts writing. Never ah. written never written before, ever. Starts yeah. writing. Yeah. Writes a novel. Wow. Um, so... How did, does this end bad? Because this it seems like you're taking me end, down a road that's going to end real it bad. It doesn't end bad right now, but the device... So she has... They got a dog. She has a remote control. She has to keep it away from the dog. If yeah. the dog touches the remote control, she could ju- she just like yeah. crumples. Yeah. She's like one of the, you know, it's robot like. Is that what it feels to you at all? Anyway, it's kind of like a robot, right? That's not you. That's not who you are. That's like I don't know, it's not your real personality. You're not you were never even a writer yeah. before. Yeah. And you know, Free was it good? Was it, like was this book any good? I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, so the the ending is not bad right now, but this device can only go up to a certain amount. And okay. you get used to the electric you get used to a certain level and you almost plateau. And so each I think every year she gets every year or two years and whenever she needs to, she gets bumped up. Mm-hmm. But it only goes up to like ten or eleven, whatever. Right. So at a certain age they're hoping that you know it, they'll figure something else out before that scientifically but a certain age she'll be at the end of her 
uplifting electrical. Thing. Sure. And then she'll just plateau or go back. So you, you know, she's living on like a borrowed. They they talk about the electrical the the increments as like you gotta save it because you only have a certain amount of time to be happy. It's not like dying. Yeah. It's that this device. No, I know, I know what you're talking about. I, that's a tough one because if she was that depressed, chances are she was probably going to die anyways. Yeah. So you're essentially being keeping with her, her right? alive. So I, look, the husband, like you're not with a real person. This is why I like stopped watching Westworld, right? Because I don't, if they're all fake, I'm not interested. Right. Does that feel at all, or is that just like what medication would do? Does I don't know. that I mean, feel at all like there's medication that she's not a real person? Look, there's, me- there's a- medication we've all taken that we feel great on, right? Sure. What's the difference between taking medication or or giving you some electrodes inside your brain? I had a I had a bad uh, blood clot once in my leg. Uh, is from excessive writing and sitting in a prone position or whatever it was, mm-hmm. right? Uh, for too long, and I had a really cool doctor in LA. Um, sure, the the rock doc is what they called him. You know, you know who it is, right? We know him. We know him. So he was just like, "Look, man, I know you're a busy dude, and I know you're doing, a, you know, a ton of shit. So I'm just gonna get, like, I was going in for treatments. Um, mm. there was some nerve thing in my leg, right?" Uh, he's, I was going in for treatment and uh, I would go there and they would sh- send these electrodes into your leg mm-hmm. and you could turn it up or turn it down, whatever it was like 10 was crazy. Five yeah. was whatever. You start to get used to it after a while and then you start jacking it up. Right. Mm-hmm. He gave it to me just to take home and said, Hey, just take this with you. I don't really the electrode thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. And like, he totally was not allowed to do that. Sure. Uh, and it was great. Mm-hmm. So I, I, would, I used to use it all the time, and then it ended up dying out, like burning out or whatever the fuck it was. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know really what the, the difference is. Like I felt great when I was using it, and then when I wasn't, I was just like, ah, oh, shit, I should probably t- keep this on. I, I don't know. That's not changing your personality. No, but it was changing. So, so like, it was changing the amount of pain that I was going through at the time, which was making me a negative person and like kind of depressed because of like what I was going through. You didn't like all of a sudden through. know how to play the piano. Do you know what I mean? I didn't. Which is something that can happen. But as well. this freeing up this pain and this problem that I had in my life at that time allowed me to do other things. That. So here's the slippery slope with this, as, as in CRISPR babies. You can actually have something impl- planted in your brain, and it, you can put things together that you will be able to play the piano. So there's these things like this. And that's kind of dope. It is, but <laughs> is that real, right? Like, it's just a crazy thing to think about that, like, these creative people... Mm-hmm. Going back to creative brain, it's just that they have certain wires crossed. And if you wanted to, you could have the doctor cross those same wires for you. And you would be able to do the exact thing of the person like that you admire, right? Bruno Mars. 
I'm kidding. I hate him. Bruno. Right. <laughs> you love him. You love him. Secretly, he says he doesn't, but he really no, I, does I, love I, Bruno. I really genuinely he hate every single so Bruno much, Mars song. So much. And every time he says that, I know you. No. You tell me not to nope. tell the audience, but every time you say you don't like him, it's actually that you do like him. Couldn't Huge hate Bruno his music anymore. Love him so Can't much. stand Bruno Mars. You do, and we know you love him. So um, sing a couple bars. No, I'm no. <laughs> I told you. I was so anyways, on, a, I was on a flight with him. Short short one to, from LA to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, he was performing. He had some gig or whatever. And it was Southwest, ironically. Because everybody takes that Southwest flight out of Burbank. It doesn't matter who you are. You're nope. going to be on you're, the you're, Southwest. You're going to be on the yeah. Southwest yeah. flight. And he was the row behind me. And I was just, I looked. And some other people were like, oh, Bruno Mars is on, on the plane. I was so fucking just unimpressed. I was just like. Who I think cares? it was you were so excited you shut down. No. But um if I had those electrodes in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You could have electrodes if that would Bruno make Mars. you like yeah. him. Electrodes in there. And I mean, this is just a weird road to go down all of a sudden. I don't care. But I just I mean, you, you think about even with medication, you know, even Britney Spears or whatever. It's like you're not living a real life. No, you're not. But do you but want to? Is do you the want question. to? I don't, like, because you start to get into and where, where the world's headed and all that other stuff. And like, look, we're already doing a lot of this shit now. So why not? I get. I guess at that point, you know, the the commercials I keep seeing for AI over and over and over again. I don't know if you keep seeing those two with like Google of like yes. we're improving your experience mm-hmm. through, AI. through AI. Everybody's using it through AI, through AI, through AI. We're headed there anyways. So what's to stop you from doing all this stuff to prevent you losing a job or something else to AI later on in the future? I told my parents, because they were here for Easter weekend, that I was like, I think maybe we might be getting out of this life just in time. I think it's more like Gattaca. Do you remember Gattaca? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's the rich will be able to have the things implanted in their brain, uh-huh. will be able to have the crisper babies, and then the poor will be the people cleaning up the the huge facility that we all go to. You know the one thing that AI can't do and never will be able to do? Comedy. Comedy? Yep. You will never be able to AI anything comedically. Yeah. Because jokes are too subjective and humor is too subjective. That's the one thing. They could find that algorithm too. I don't think so. Uh, Because they did it for a script, by the way. They just, do you know they they just tested it out for a screenplay? Mm -mm. Yeah, they had an AI went through all of the most successful blockbuster films of all time. Somehow formed this algorithm of what would make a successful blockbuster film script wise oh and they yeah so it was the, like an alien right some right, right, other yeah. you know people so they just helping went through it the, the anatomy of a comedy not a comedy basically but but a, a blockbuster a blockbuster film. anatomy of a blockbuster yeah, yeah. so like a, you know it was an action movie uh it was a very independence day ish you know what okay. i'm saying um and they had written this script and said this is what it was and i read the script and it was it's fucking dog shit. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, no. So you're right. But what they can do is find the comedy little thing in your brain that makes people funny. 
and they can just connect those two or put an electrode to that. I don't think that'll happen. I don't know. I'm just telling you this can. is what I'm talking about. And then here's the difference between us probably. So you know the end of Vanilla Sky, right? Yes. Where he can either live in the dream, the yeah. amazing dream with his hot ass girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. Or he can go back and live a real life, whatever that means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which one do you choose? The dream. The dream. I choose the real life. Yeah. Yeah, I choose the dream. Because if you can, if you can live it and not know you're in it, that's the... That's the ultimate definition of ignorance is bliss. Where like, dude, the, the happiest people I meet on a daily basis are the dumbest, because right. they, they don't, they really don't care, know know about anything else. So they're just like, yeah. all right, great, this, this is, I'm living my best life right now. And you're like, ah, shit, that'd be great, wouldn't it? That just really, that story just really bummed me out because it's it. it Saving your life, think, though. We think that we have free will. We think that we're choosing things because it's us. And it really is just a, a programmed thing, you know? Yeah. In your brain. And who, who do you think is operating that program, James? Sim world. We're living in a sim world. A sim world. That's where, we, that's where I say goodbye. I want to get that. So that, that guy. I say goodbye. Again, quick update. He said he would come on in a couple of weeks. Nice. The guy who wrote the sim world. The MIT uh, scientist who wrote that, that sim world book. So we'll see. If he comes on, I'd be. This is endlessly fascinating to me. Because I'm with you on this. Like All of this stuff that's going on right now with the electrodes in the brain to stop depression and or play piano or everything else. Like it seems like a sci-fi movie. It seems like it's not real. Right. If you're watching something like Westworld, right? We're starting to get closer and closer to that where it's all right, great. You don't want to do this or you want to live like this or you want to have your own, you know, experiences like, you're getting closer to that. Here's another layer. I don't think it's sim. I think it's we think we are, um, again, making decisions for ourselves. But it's just like the squirrel that thinks that they're deciding to go, you know, out to get the nut. And they're like, it's, that's what it is. That they think that they've decided on their own. And it really is just like ingrained. And it's what they all do. And it's like... You know? Yeah. So that's the layer of like, if that a scientist can tell you what you're going to choose based on how they, you know what I'm saying? Or what you are. I think you're coming around, James. I think you're coming around. Not, (laughs) not that there's someone like we're in an ant, we're in an, you know, in an ant farm that some bigger person is controlling. I just think that, you know, we are all programmed to do the things that we do neurologically. That's just, yeah. And, and that if you think that you're choosing anything, you're not, I don't know. Something could get crossed in your, they, that as someone, a scientist can come in, a neurologist, whatever can come in, change things around a little bit in your brain. And you would think something completely different, choose something completely different. You can't overcome that, right? No, you can't. You can't. I think, I think you will eventually get to where I want you to be. <laughs> and I think maybe I'm controlling your mind now at this point. And I no. think. And you're not even controlling your own mind. You will come around to. It's all just electrodes and fucking Sim pathways. World. Yeah, it is. 
<laughs> in your own brain, dummy. <laughs> Don't have an answer. No one will ever have an answer. And this no. is this is the this is the point that I always make. It's like eh, until you die, and you, and then even then you can't come back. You don't know the answer, right? You don't know the fucking answer. I do know the answer though to the revolutionary figure of the week, James. <laughs> what a weird show this was. I like it. I like when shit gets weird like this. Me too. Where you're just like, hey man, I have, I have no idea. Um, we're gonna give it to the queen, Queen Elizabeth. She's fucking ninety three years old. When is she going to go? That's what I keep every time. I'm sure her whole family is like, okay, we Man, are good. 93 years mm-hmm. old. That is crazy to me. The son that's taking over is just like, I don't even want to fucking do it anymore. Who is it? It's um Charles. It is. Okay. Yeah. So he becomes, he becomes king. And then. Uh, She's going to be so fucking old by that time. I know. He may even go before she does. Holy shit. And then if that happens, then it goes down to William, right? Mm-hmm. I'd be I'd be there for that. That'd be dope. And then I think it's like ten other people before Big Willie before the uh, the other yeah, one. Yeah, Prince Harry is seventh. Yeah, he's uh, not ever gonna. So six do other it. people have to die. So the queen, his brother, the dad. Oh shit! I, his wife, Big Willie's wife, dude. She gets she gets it. She's in line. She would be the queen. Wait, would her Kate Middleton would be the queen? Yeah, but um, what about her husband, the queen, right now? He's not alive. He's not? No, I don't think so, right? Yeah, he is. Is he really? Yeah. Fuck. How was that guy then? Dirt. As old as dirt. <laughs> I don't think he's alive. Yeah, no he way is, to find though. out. He is. I'll give James a pass. The internet is not working uh, today, so... I mean, really not working today. Um, I'm sure you guys will tell us. Yeah. We've had no internet the whole time, which we've, we've is had no, no different no from me. No internet today, which is no different from you. It's, it's no it's different, different from me. From I me, never though. look anything up. Yeah. But I think he's alive. Well, look. he's And it, he just, if, if he's kind of like wheeled out. Here's the thing. If Harry's seventh, six other people have to die. So you got the queen, maybe this husband that may or may not <laughs> exist, Jesse, because I'm not, I'm not with you on that one. Um then you have William. William. Then you have the wife. Kate. We're missing. I'm sure there's a sister in there. Is there a sister? No, there's no sister. No. Oh shit! What about there's what, co- what about there's what about his new cousin. wife? What about that Camilla Parker Bowles? Like, because yeah. that's that's mm-hmm. his wife. Does she get it then? No, she does not. No. Because Princess Diana would have been. She was divorced before and. Not, not royal. I don't know how that works. There's, there's also a rumor going around today, but by, by the way, that uh, after the baby, Meghan Markle and uh, Prince Harry might move to Africa. Which I don't think that's that's. So I don't think that's real. I don't think her pregnancy's real either. But you yeah, know. you want to you want you want you it's really don't believe known. it. Widely known. No, it, you, it's a you widely the known only rumor. One who thinks no, that. it's widely known that she's pulling a Beyonce belly. No, mm-hmm. you s- and she does not want to walk out with the baby after or tell anyone when they're having the birth. They're gonna wait a couple weeks and reveal like a sip and see style. So you because you're she's the, not pregnant. You're the only one who thinks Beyonce's. You, you think Beyonce's I wasn't the only one. first pregnancy was was and I not wasn't real. the only one. That was a widely known. 
<laughs> when she sat down in the thing and it collapsed down. That was a really well-known rumor that still to this day people believe. Well, we watched the doc, so we know she had the twins. We she know she had the twins. Allegedly, we do know she had the twins. No, she did. We saw the we, documentary. I didn't see that them was... come out of the vagina. Uh, is that is that want. going to be your precipice for with all of this? People, like you need to you see know, a, with these... you need to see the the crowning. You need to see the celebrity start crowning. <laughs> no. So let me ask you this: if you if you had the option to go in to Meghan Markle, right, mm-hmm. and, and watch her crown and watch her give birth. Would you want to be there just to, to be like, all right, this is real? No, but I want her to stop fucking up the crown. I want her to stop fucking Which crown? up. Just the whole. Oh, the royal lineage. The whole royal gotcha. shit. I thought you meant you the should... crown of the baby coming out. Like, stop the, like, quit fucking up the crown. She's of not going to fuck up the crown because she's not really giving birth to it. So they have a surrogate. <laughs> and she is just like everything else in her life being dumb and stupid. <laughs> And she's going to do it her way. You're going to marry a fucking prince, move to England, move into the thing, and then do it your way? Your, Get the fuck out of my your face. Your hatred for her is it my favorite thing in this life. deep. Yeah, it's my favorite thing in this life, Not Chibs. pregnant. So she's not going to do the, she's not going to do, she's, she has said, I'm not, you know how Kate Middleton walks out yeah, yeah, yeah. two hours after she gives birth yeah. like a fucking boss. Yeah. Looking great, holding the baby because it's tradition. The whole fucking royal thing is tradition. Who the fuck do you think you are? Suits. Suits. <laughs> That's it. That's all you've she done. Was on suits. She was on suits. She was on suits. For a lot of seasons. Chips. I don't know. I don't know who Prince Harry is. Yeah. A lot we of don't seasons. really like follow the royal family out here. <laughs> Shut up, you <laughs> dumb bitch. Knocked up immediately. <laughs> well, you, you're saying she wasn't knocked up immediately. You're saying they had a surrogate immediately. Yeah, I think she had some frozen. I think she had some eggs. Okay. I think she, she had some eggs already. And she was like, we got to do this. I'm a millennial cusper. Yeah. Is what she said. I'm a millennial cusper. You're a young guy. <laughs> and um, I can't wait. When, when she does drop that baby. She's not going to show you for two weeks. So there's going to be no. Doesn't matter. We're doing something special for her on the show. And uh, we might even have a whole show dedicated to the birth of the baby. I won't do it. Is there a. We, we don't even know if it's a boy or a girl yet, right? Um, I don't know. The surrogate hasn't probably said. <laughs> They haven't revealed. I hope they name it something completely non-royal, just like Stevie. They're gonna, they're gonna, um, Stevie. raise it fluid, gender fluid. <laughs> they did say, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. who is it? Yeah. Uh, it was Charlize Theron that Charlize. came out and said her seven-year-old, seven-year-old is transgender. Is transgender. The fuck is that? It's just what people are. Um, doing now because the whole fucking world has gone crazy but this seven is i mean we're, old, going, we're in overtime now seven we're in the after show part of the you show you don't know what you're doing at seven to make you those still kind believe of in santa <laughs> you still believe that santa is real comes down the chimney to every single house yeah but you know what you want to be for the rest of your life and then you start home hormone therapy that's crazy. They're not going to do that to a seven-year-old, right? Oh, they have? To hers? 
they haven't to hers, but that's oh. a pretty in this world Yikes. is pretty common. That would be fucking They start insane. them before puberty. They'll start hormone. Man, she looked weird. She's looked weird in all of those press interviews for that new Seth Rogen movie. They look like they fucking hate each other. And Probably I wonder she fucking says shit like that. Probably. And people have to. I mean, this is something that right and left so, somewhat can get on the same page as far as the kids. Yeah. So when we're talking about adults doing whatever the fuck they want, they feel a certain way. I don't give a shit. Right. Right. Do your hormone therapy after puberty, whatever you want, you know? Yeah. But it's when you're, I think every, a lot of people can agree that when you are talking about giving hormones to a child, uh, because they feel like they want to be something else. They don't, they don't know. That's the thing. Yeah, kids I, don't know they want to be astronauts. They want to be firemen. They want to dress up like girls, like their little friends at school. Yeah. They want to one day be in a suit. Like they are literally all over the place. Children. They are children. They don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. And um, that's a pretty wild statement of her to come out and say that it's seven years old. Like, come on, man. Let the kid grow. Like. It's, there's there's got to be an age limit imposed and all, and all of this shit because it's it should be eighteen. It's too confusing. It should be eighteen, especially for a child. Mm-hmm. Maybe so. Maybe maybe that was the reason. Like you know, fucking Seth Rogen's just like I'm over this stupid shit. He probably thought in his mind when he wrote the script, he was just like, man, this this would have been awesome if I could just make out with Charlize Theron in, a, in an entire movie. This is gonna be great. Yeah, he does that all the time. And then he got taken to Crazy Town. Maybe that was the end of the Charlize Theron thing with uh, Sean Penn too. Sean Penn. Maybe Sean I, Penn. I saw him on an interview the other night. Sean. Yeah. Sean Penn. What was he doing? Pops up on Conan. Conan O'Brien. For what? Conan O'Brien's got this new format where he's just kind of. I don't know. He's, he looks like he's he's somebody's dressing him from H and M. It's weird. Where you're just like, man, he's in like a jean jacket now instead of a thing, and he doesn't sit behind a desk. They they shrunk the show from an hour to a half hour. Okay. So he pretty much just sits with one guest for a half hour, right? And chats about life. All right. Sean Penn. Okay. Sean Penn was just, you know, looked like he was on a 50-day bender on the show. Hey. He always does. Still cool, though. You know? Yeah. Still cool looking and just oddly, you know, unaffected by life. Uh, his clothes, you know, he looked like he had slept in them. Showed up and was just like, what are we talking about? Cool. Here, here it is. Um, oddly entertaining. But those two were together for a long time. They were. And then um, they split up, and I wonder if, I wonder if uh, he got tired of the bullshit. I heard it was cheating but on her, but uh, maybe because she was into this fucking bullshit. This is just, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know who. I don't know what it says about you. <laughs> it's crazy. That you would say that. And say it. Yeah, yeah, Do you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. make a statement about it. Yeah. Make your kid like this. See? He knows. Now the kid's got to go through that. Because, look, you're famous as shit. And now it's just like, oh, there's Charlize Theron, the, the, the seven-year-old And you know, Brad Pitt's, one of their kids, uh, dresses like a boy. Yeah. Um, I don't think they've made any statement about it. No, they just said they let him dress however they want. And that's and cool. And that's cool. Yeah. Like, seriously, that is fine. Yeah. Like, find 
whatever it is, like, that's okay. Yeah. Kids will dress fucking weird as shit yeah. until they figure out who they are, right? And if they continue to dress like that, fine. They always would, <laughs> right? But that does not mean that they need um, hormone replacement. No. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And again, that's a big label to throw on a child that young, especially in the oh. public eye where you've got to go through that and everything else. That's outing someone. Like, they're not even old enough to come out. Weird. It's weird. This is a weird show, James, but I enjoyed it. Well, the after hours was. With the, with, with the after hours? The added innings. Because we did the revolutionary figure and then we decided to well, talk not? about some other Who stuff. gives a shit? It's our own show. We can do whatever we Well, you want. got me started on Meghan Markle is what it was. I know, I, do not bring her fucking name up. I like to get you all hyped up on Meghan Markle. God, I fucking hate her so much. <laughs> oh, when she drops that baby, dude. I, we're having a show for the ages. When her surrogate... Nope. Has the baby. Nope. And if it's Go on ahead. an off day, we're going to come in and add a bonus show <laughs> for the birth of Meghan Markle. For the birth of her baby. Uh, or the rebirth of Meghan Markle, you know? She'll probably make As it a, a rebirth. Mom. Yeah. Ah, it's going to be good. Oh, it's going to be so good. Special show. Stay tuned for that. Also, subscribe to the video show on YouTube. Almost every, every single show now is video. Yeah. Every single show. So we're doing it. Everyone, yeah. We're doing it. Subscribe on YouTube, Ross Patterson Revolution. For Jesse Wiseman, a.k.a. The Jables, I am Ross Patterson. This is The Revolution. Good night, everyone. Good night.